Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ease and Flow podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. This is the podcast that where we speak about all things human design and mindset. And this week I have a guest. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I'm. This is a new thing for me since like I think for like the last two years I've been doing solo episodes. So this is a guest that I'm bringing on, and I bring on people that inspire me and that I love seeing on Instagram grow. Um, who I know are real, authentic people who just are teaching the things that they teach from a really great place and Kelly Hogue is one of those people. She's the founder of Root to Rise and she's a behavioral health advisor with a master's of science in applied behavioral science and you're going to talk about how much I'm obsessed with her in this podcast and I actually did a session with Kelly right after we recorded this episode. So this podcast was recorded two weeks ago I think. Um, So this is just the intro to it um but we taught like we did a session together right after where we took me like right into the subconscious which you'll hear us talk about and she's also got a master's in applied behavioral analysis so she's also a certified and trained integration nutrition somatic and embodiment health self-healing like she's certified in all of the things and as the founder of Root to Rise Kelly empowers men and women to become the authentic leaders of their life and if you're listening from a human design perspective she's a generator which makes sense because she's doing all these things Um, but they're all in the same field so she is just getting stronger and stronger at her craft as time goes on and that is just beautiful. So I won't keep you on because I know that you're going to just love this episode as much as I love Kelly um, and working with her. And I had some amazing shifts working with her. I did the, um, I did a one-off session with her and she just took me into my subconscious. We we worked through a couple of things. I realized some stuff and for some reason my 18-year-old self kept coming up, but it was probably much needed things like it was like my desire to be liked and my my fear that people will like leave me if I'm not 100% myself like it was crazy and yeah you're gonna love the stuff she talks about and if you're interested you can find her at root to rise um on Instagram I'll link her Instagram in the show notes and it's just Kelly Hogue and root to rise everywhere I think it's root to rise health actually Yes, Root to Rise Health. (laughs) Got it right. Okay, cool. And so we are just going to dive into this episode. And by the way, if you're interested at all, Align and Elevate is in full launch mode right now. I'm super pumped about this program. It is a 10-week human design training program where you learn all the basics about reading a chart. And then you'll have everything you need to not only know yourself deeper, but give readings to other people around you so you can understand what they're up to, you can understand their chart deeper, you can under like help them understand themselves. Um, the link's on my website. I'm also gonna post that link in the show notes. And it's just a great way to create impact on people's lives while also getting some sort of income. So impact and income, that's what we're here for in this this day and age, right? So, and I think in like eight readings, you can make your investment back. So it's well worth it. I know people that are giving this program away for like $10,000. So if you are interested at all in reading a chart, this is a program that you should be in. And that's all I got for you today. So make sure you're following me on all the socials at by Felicia Baird. And here's the episode with Kelly. I hope you enjoy it. Love you guys. Bye. Welcome Kelly to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Yay, me too. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. No problem. Um, well, first of all, I should have said this before I pressed record, but a lot of my like $50 like sale thing that I ran for my human design thing, a lot of them came from you. So thank you for that. That was great. 
Yeah, I'm always shouting you from the rooftops. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, cool. So I thought that I would have you on just because you know that I'm like, you know, internet obsessed with you. I love the stuff that you put out. I think that it's very practical as well as trusting the process at the same time. Um, and I know that you've been on the podcast before, so you've spoken about it for any new listeners, because like to inform you that we actually have a lot. We're in like the top 150 in North America, which is yes. super cool. Um, and so just a reminder of what it is that you're about. Um, and you're going to tell through how Kelly speaks. You can tell her vibe is super chill, very calming. And you're probably going to be just as obsessed with her after all of this as I am. <laughs> so um, yeah, why don't you say uh, who you are, and what you're about to everyone. So that way everyone can catch up with you. Yeah, first I have to say it's so funny that you say that I my vibe is calming. People have been telling me this all the time lately. I was actually on the phone with someone earlier, my like Smile Direct Club guy, <laughs> and uh, he's like, "You sound very calm. I really like your energy." I was like, "Wow, that's great feedback from a stranger." Yes. Um, but <laughs> I am Kelly Hogue. I'm the founder of Root to Rise, and I work with men and women to help them become the empowered leaders of their lives using practical habits and spiritual alignment. Mm -hmm. And I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> like what, so how is it that so what is something that most people come to you about, like, what are some of the biggest problems that you're seeing? And I don't know, like maybe we could dive into, do you think social media has a play in that? Like what, um, like what are some common things that you see and why do you think that people are feeling that way? Yeah. People come to me because they feel ungrounded. They feel unbalanced. They feel overwhelmed. They feel these mind cyclone spirals of anxiety. And they're like, I've tried everything. I try to wake up earlier and I try to eat healthier and I try to have a better, you know, sleep routine and drink more water. And I just still can't do it on my own. And they come to me like, <laughs> so I always, think about it as this, I say like that thought anxiety spiral, there's like this internal cyclone that happens mm -hmm. with us when we don't know how to really change our behaviors from a place of internal clarity. So a lot of what I do is first and foremost, helping people get in there, getting that clarity from the inside, rather than just addressing habits and behavior, we really go into the subconscious and the limiting beliefs and the, um, energetic and spiritual blocks that are happening there. And it's actually a lot less woo than it sounds. It's pretty research-backed. I say what I do is research-backed and intuition-led. Um, so it's two parts of the puzzle. It's what's happening on the inside or intuition and spiritual alignment. And then the outside is the environmental factors and our behaviors and our habits. So I bridge the two. Um, to your question, what, like, what's the root of why people are feeling this way, feeling anxious and overwhelmed and stressed. I think social media is definitely part of it for sure. Mm -hmm. I have clients who are pinging me all the time being like, feel anxious about what to post or I'm comparing myself to other people that I follow. And I've been there. Like I had to get off Instagram for a bit. I had to create space and create better boundaries. So I think that social media plays a really big part, especially now because it's seemingly our connection to other people. It's also our distraction. It's like our numbing device. It's how we um, get, you know, 
quiet when we're in our bed at night we're like doing that to zone out so it's all consuming and it's really taking taking a pretty big toll yeah yeah I've been all feel (laughs) yeah I think that it's like such a common thing and a big thing I mean I do a bunch of readings and a big thing is people coming to me saying like they're feeling like behind they're feeling like they're comparing and stuff like that and like so I just do it from a human design perspective but it's such an interesting thing to know. I mean, it's comforting to know that you're not the only one feeling it, you know, but it's also just like, it's such a thing where it's shitty that everyone's feeling it. I hate that everyone is feeling it. So, um, and what would you say, like, how would you say your experience with it is and like your experience with like, I mean, you've been in it just as long as I have probably longer of like building this community online and, um, how would you say your experience, uh, your external factors of experience, like played a role in your entrepreneurship, but then also you, like you've grown so much. Like it's been so cool to watch you for like the last three years to like go from, you know, us being like little, what is going to happen here? We don't know. And then like, Mm -hmm. it's like, I feel like we've both just like stepped into the space of being like, Whoa, I'm here now. So like, this is my space to take up. And it's kind of cool to watch in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I feel a massive shift and I struggle with a balance myself sometimes because so much of what I do, I mean, even before COVID, like I was doing all my sessions on zoom. So luckily that didn't really change for me, but it still plays into the fact that everything I do is virtual. And, um, the community that I have is all virtual and it's all online, all behind a screen. And I think I got to the point where I was like, this is really preventing me from going as deep as I want to, and therefore being able to show up as authentically as I want to, and from a place of true clarity. So I was like, I need to stop. Like I need to shut down. (laughs) And I realized my consumption of, of social media and of all of that stuff was completely out of hand. And so I kept getting this ping, like, go off of Instagram, go off of Instagram. And I was talking to a friend of mine and I said that to her and she was like, do it. Like your entire MO is following your pains, like following your intuition. And you not doing that is doing yourself a disservice first and foremost, and your brand a disservice and your clients as well. So practice what you preach and do it girl. And that was, you know, what I needed to hear. So I created a lot of space for myself and it was the best thing ever. (laughs) And my first thing, it was fear. Like the reason that I didn't do it sooner was because I was scared. And I was like, well, how am I going to get new clients? How am I just going to like leave my community where we have this thriving Instagram group? And how am I not going to post about, you know, the things I have coming up? And I was like, you're fine. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're really fine. The fear is more of what am I going to distract myself with now? Like, how am I, what's going to happen when it's just no social, social media, anything. And day one, I like did was fine. Like I didn't miss it at all. I didn't go to my phone. I didn't like, even I wasn't triggered, triggered to like go open the app or anything. Mm -hmm. I immediately felt like the spaciousness that I needed. And I kind of realized like, oh, it's not actually an app or like a device that's inherently bad. It's just my relationship and lack of boundaries with it. And I think that that is, theme for almost anything in our lives like the thing the person the whatever isn't the bad 
isn't bad. <laughs> it's our relationship. It's our perspective of it. And most importantly, I think the number one thing is like usually with ourselves, mm-hmm. we, a lot of my clients tend to have a lack of self-trust or a lot of self-doubt and um, are stuck in that cycle of like limiting beliefs and negative self-talk and making promises and breaking them internally. And I think that the way to get out of that is to get rid of all the distractions. Like truly you don't need to like smell a lavender essential oil. You don't need to journal in the morning. You don't need to like drink a matcha instead of coffee. You need to go into what's actually happening and get into your body because the answers are there. They're right there. We're just not taught how to do that. We're taught to spend money because that's the society that we live in. So what money can I spend to quick band-aid fix the situation? When not all we're doing is bypassing and prolonging our suffering because we're not getting to the root. So my whole thing is rooting to rise, baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I love that. Um, And I hear you on the spending the money thing. I feel like I've... (laughs) I feel like, and I kind of talked about this on the podcast before where like, I, I feel, I mean, I'm in a very different place even now than I was even like two or three months ago. And I feel like I've shifted so much because I've learned to like really enjoy every small moment of every day. Um, I mean, obviously there's days where I feel like shit and like, I am grumpy, but like, for the most part, I'm just like, yeah, I live a pretty good life and I like this life. Um, but yeah, I feel like for so long before that I was so in my head, like, how am I going to get my goals? How's this going to happen for me? Like this person's doing this and this person's doing this. I'm trying to mock and copy every single person online that I need to like step back as well. Um, and, and just trust that it's all going to work out. And I had to fix my like boundaries with social media as well. When it comes to being in your head and that is such a normal thing mm-hmm. where we're really only taught to set goals, to strategize, to analyze, to think our way out of things, to operate from our neck up. And we have little to no majority of people, not speaking for everyone, but most of us have little to no connection with the lower half of our entire body and what's happening and how things are um, feeling like in our gut or in our heart or like in our feet and how our connection to that is actually so much deeper than it may seem. Um, So to be able to make that connection between your mind and your body and your thoughts and your behavior and your subconscious and your consciousness is the key to making a lasting sustainable change. Because again, it's not that takes away the bandaid. So for example, if you're, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, Oh, I feel anxious today. First of all, most of us are saying I'm anxious rather than I feel anxious. And we're immediately identifying as the emotion. But if you wake up and you're like, Oh, I'm anxious. Or I feel icky. I feel like I feel off. or I feel sad. We often and I'm sure the people who are listening to your podcast are like, you know, a little bit further down the road than your average, you know, nine to fiver who have the, the consciousness to be like, okay, let me do something to make myself feel better right now. Let me journal or let me meditate or I'll move my body or I'll get outside and, you know, get over, like, think about all the things that you have to be grateful for. Look at it. Such a beautiful day. That's still bypassing. That's still doing yourself a disservice because you're not actually letting yourself feel what's going on. You're just trying to mindset and strategize your way out of it. You're still operating from the neck up. You're still like in this masculine strategy. 
So you're not, although you're doing things to try to reground yourself and that's an amazing step, you're still not even giving yourself the space to feel it. So I, I think right now when there's a lot of ebb and flow and there's um, such a lack of balance, just like the way the world is and all these things that are happening and like being sick and tired of it, it's common. You wake up and you're like, ugh, like another day in my same four walls or whatever it is, or it's cold out, ugh. Instead of thinking, okay, Kelly, like I got to get my day started. Let me just meditate or breathe for a second and whatever. Instead of just trying to get through it or get around it so fast, as fast as you can, just sit with it for a second. Be like, okay, how am I feeling right now? Where am I feeling this? My gut? Okay. Let me put my hand there. Take a breath. I see you. I see you anxiety. I see you being over this. I accept you. You're seen and you're heard and I love you exactly as you are right now. I'm just taking some breaths, just allowing yourself to feel like we are always trying to get away from feeling. We're mm-hmm. always trying to, you know, do instead of be. And I think that we need to la- really have the space to feel and connect with our body and where we're feeling it and how we're feeling it. And that's how we get through it rather than go around it. And I always think about this beach ball like visual that we're constantly trying to push our beach ball of feelings under the water. And it's like, and then just smacking us in the face. It just keeps bouncing back and we'll like throw the beach ball come rolling back. We'll try to push it down. It smacks us in the face. So when we sit there and we feel and we allow ourselves to feel and we love ourselves for all the feelings that we're feeling, it just deflates the beach ball. Mm -hmm. And it really like takes the, takes the pressure out of it. Yeah. That's so beautiful because it's so funny because this week in particular, so I'm doing the 75 hard challenge where I'm, um, I'm, I'm realizing this, these challenges are kind of stupid, but then I'm also just like, I, (laughs) I, I, I don't commit all the way to things. So I'm just like, this is a commitment to myself where I'm like, no, you always fall off the track or like you never really follow through with anything that you say you're going to do. So this is it. You're following through with it. And so I ha- I'm proud of myself. I'm, I have like three weeks left. Um, but at the same time, like I found this week, I was starting to go back into my old patterns. Like um, I haven't been doing like massive workouts. I've just been going for walks, which is still pretty great considering you have to work out every day on the program. Um, but I'm being a little bit lazy about it. Like I'm I'm cutting corners essentially. And, and so I woke up this morning, I'm feeling kind of, uh, blah and I've been feeling like blah all week. And so I've been snapping out of it. So I'm just like, instead of getting right to my computer and doing work, um, I have been going for walks. I have been like, okay, what is it that I want to do right now? Maybe I want to drive and get a coffee. Maybe I want to have a conversation with my mom. Maybe I want to, you know, just kind of like breaking the pattern a little bit and switching it up. Um, so when you sit there, you're saying to sit there and acknowledge the feeling. And then what do you do? What would you recommend doing from there? Just like then hopping out of bed and going for a walk and breaking the pattern or. Well, if, if you are just reacting to what's right in front of you in the given moment, you're not really acting from a place of clarity or alignment. You're just acting. You're just reacting to what's right in front of you. When you give yourself yourself the space to feel and then to settle down a little bit, literally settle your nervous system down, take some breaths, see, accept, 
love, then you're able to make a decision, a next choice, a next action and movement from a place of clarity, from a place of alignment. And that could be anything, but at least you're allowing the space to, to, to acknowledge that and kind of calm your body and yourself down so that you can make, you can act instead of react. So it could be then you, you know, you've seen it, you've loved it, you've accepted the emotion and yourself for feeling it. And then you can ask yourself, okay, what do I want? And see what comes up because it'll, it'll come. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's go for a walk, go outside. Maybe it's like, check your phone, you're fine. Or maybe it's water or stay here a little while, or it could be like, it could be go meditate, but there's a difference between meditating from a place of clarity and love and um, like authentic choice or meditating from a place of should and strategy and like checking a box. Totally. And I think that that is where I've been trying to hit that home this week too, even with um, my followers on Instagram, I spoke about the fact that like, you, you know, you just need to, you just need to change the action. Like you just need to pivot yourself when you're in those thoughts, because like having a two hour morning routine, isn't going to work for everybody, nor should you need one. Um, and then also, you know, meditating for 50 minutes a day, you know, it could even just be five or six minutes a day. But I think that a lot of times, especially those super busy, you know, probably nine to fivers, um, like they probably think of these things, these techniques as ways to, it, they don't have time because it's like marketed mm-hmm. as like sitting here for 30, 40 minutes and meditating. And then it's like, well, for someone who's just starting, it's like, well, where does that time even come from? I don't have that time. And so, um, you know, making it as best as you can. And what I was going to say before was like the whole spending money thing, like the band-aid. So I've, I feel like I've spent so much money on just like having all these people tell me what to do, like quote unquote, you can't see me, but I'm quoting um, on this podcast, but like, quote unquote, what to do, what my next step should be when really it's just enjoying everyday moment. And I got it from the movie soul. Can you believe it? Like the Disney movie, <laughs> like I sat there and I watched it and then I, and it was like enjoying every moment. And I was like, wow, cool. I spent yeah. thousands of dollars to just watch this movie <laughs> and then be like, Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get what life's about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I feel you. I mean, I was my classic story of how I even got into all this and realized that there was a disconnection was I was paying for a gym membership. I couldn't afford. I was like punishing myself with exercise. I was eating foods that actually made me like so bloated because I thought I should, I was taking like different herbs and supplements that cost an arm and a leg. And someone was like, Oh, you're taking ashwagandha. Like, how does that feel? How do you feel taking that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't even have the connection. I have no idea. That's a great question. Uh, and I realized, what am I doing? I'm doing, yeah. I'm just trying to bandaid with, with paying for things. And I see it all the time. And, and what you're saying too, it's like, it's not about the shoulds and we get so wrapped up in the shoulds. Like I should meditate. Like I don't, it doesn't matter if you meditate or not it really doesn't. So almost probably nine out of 10 clients come to me and they're like, okay, my goal is to meditate more because I know that I should. And I know that like successful people meditate. And I asked them, what's the feeling that you want? Why do you want to meditate? What is the feeling? 
because we crave habits that are going to give us the desired feeling. So if the feeling that you want from meditation is to feel more grounded or more connected to yourself, there are plenty of ways to do that. So it doesn't matter how you get there. As long as you're getting the feeling that you want, because that's what matters. You could be journaling, you could be walking outside, you could be putting your feet in the ground, you could be taking, you know, putting your hands on your body, you can try all different kinds of breath, you can like lay with your dog, there are so many different ways to feel grounded that are so much more accessible. Because if you're sitting down and saying, Okay, I want to meditate, and you're sitting there and you set your timer for five minutes, great, you know, you found an accessible time for you, you're sitting there. If this is not coming from a place of authenticity and alignment, it's coming from a should, you're probably going to sit on the floor for five minutes and you're going to go through your grocery list and like your to-do list for the day. And then the timer is going to go off and you're going to be like, great, check, did it. My streak continues. Mm -hmm. But what did, did you get the feeling that you wanted to get from that? Probably not. So you're still left feeling ungrounded, disconnected. Meditation is not going to be reinforcing for long. It's not going to last because it's not giving you the feeling that you want. So it's just about my whole thing, accessibility, like finding what works for you. And that's why I really believe and love, believe in and love what I do is because I give you the power to know what's going to work best for you rather than me saying, okay, here's what works. Mm -hmm. Here's how behaviors are changed. And here's the habit that you'll find the most success with. No, that's why I go right into your body and go into the subconscious because that's where your answers are. And once you know how to do that on your own, you have that tool for life. And then you're able to, you know, ultimately we're, we're building this toolbox of things that you can access, things that make you feel good so that you don't have to do the same thing every single day. Like, I really don't believe, I actually like don't really believe in habits. I believe in rituals and, and routines and just doing what feels good. So I, when people are like, okay, I want to work out every day. I'm like, Do you? There's going to be days where you don't want to work out. So by saying I'm, I'm going to work out every day and having that be the goal. And then one day you don't, you're going to feel like shit. Yeah, you're going to, you're gonna that's going to break the trust in yourself. Exactly. You're going to start to weaken the connection between your mind and your body and you know, your internal trust. So instead giving yourself a flexibility window, maybe like, okay, I want to work out more often. How often am I working out right now? Zero. Okay, great. Let me try to work out one to two days over the next week. See how that goes. Get some feedback from there. How did it feel? What did you like? What did you not like? And then building it up if you want to. But we put these, like, we put these shoulds ultimately on ourselves and it ends up causing more harm than good, causing more stress than we need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you say you go into the subconscious, is that something like through hypnosis or like how do, how do, how do you go or just a series of questions? Um, a little bit of both. I wouldn't call it hypnosis. It's, um, a practice of going into your body, getting really clear on what's happening beneath the surface through me asking you a series of questions and, uh, guiding you and supporting you in there. And it, the first thing to do is, is letting it be safe. So knowing that going in your body is, is safe. Um, and, Cause oftentimes we're like, I don't know what that, like, I don't want to go in there. That's scary. That's like, that scares me. I don't know how to do that. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. So the very first thing is just going in there and finding a safe space. Um, it's really a hard thing to explain, which is why in the past few months, 
I'm like, I'm not explaining what I do anymore. Like, let's just do it. Let's just get in there. <laughs> um, and I will just guide you right in. That's the best way to find out. Like someone was emailing me actually right before this. And they were like, when you say going into the subconscious for this workshop that I want you to host, what do you mean? Like, how, what do I, what am I getting my people into? And I was like, girl, book a call with me. I'm going to take you in there. Cause that's the best way to show you. So yeah, I'm always happy to just get, get right in. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. What it's so foreign. It's yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 It seems like scary and, and witchy and it's not, it's, it's actually a very, uh, it's actually pretty strategic. Um, but it's fun once I do, Oh my God. Like one of my favorite things is when I take a client there for the first time and they're like, Whoa, that was all inside of me this whole time. And this new door opens and your relationship with yourself just grows exponentially very quickly. So it's really powerful and it's just makes my job so much more fun too. Yeah. Ooh, I might have to book a call with you after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Um, and it's funny because I mean, it's kind of, this is, this is real deep, but I realized that like, I've been so stressed out. I think it's just like, you know, the, the usual, not being where you want to be in life type crap. Um, and, and so I'm living back at home right now. And so, um, I think that I've like, for the last bit, I've just been really hard on myself about it. And so I haven't been able to like calm down essentially. Um, and then something kind of hit me. I had this realization one morning and was lying in bed when I woke up and I felt my usual, like, blah, like, oh, okay, need to switch it up kind of thing. Um, and I realized I wasn't giving, I've been so money in particular, like stressed about money since probably, I mean, my whole life, but like, since I could afford stuff on my own, I moved out at 22. So let's say that time. Um, and I feel like I haven't, I feel like my body is just so used to acting that way, if that makes sense. Like it's so used to being stressed out that it's like, I haven't been allowing myself to be like, you came home to feel like you're, you're safe here. Like you can relax. Like you don't need to stress out about this stuff. Like this isn't stuff that you need to stress about. And it's like, I had, it's just this realization that like, I didn't, I've just been, my body's just been feeling this way for so long that it doesn't even know what it feels like to feel safe. If that makes sense. Like in terms of yeah, but body. Yeah. And look, you're doing that exact thing. You're like, you're fine. Look at you. You're okay. You're trying to think your way out of it. Right. Like that's what we do. We try to get out of it and just be like, you're better than this. You're fine. Look around you. You're okay. But you're not addressing what's actually going on because the programming that you have about money is really, really deep. And going home to your parents' house isn't going to help you. It's only going to continue that patterning because now you're in the place where it came from. <laughs> so that's not necessarily a fix. It's just, you're still in it. Yeah. You're in a different scenery and maybe like you have less financial burdens physically, but that programming is still so embedded in your body. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, now I'm definitely booking a call with you after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's we'll fun. hit that. We'll hit that hard. 
Um, <laughs> so I guess my kind of my last question would be for someone who's going through like the self-love growth journey, like what does that look like for you in particular in terms of when you're feeling like you're in a rut, when you're feeling like you're in a lull, like how to snap out of it, how to trust yourself more? Yeah. So you don't have to snap out of it. <laughs> you can feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's the biggest thing is we're so hard on ourselves. So hard on ourselves. Um, yeah. I need to snap out of it. I need to be okay. I'm better than this. I, you know, need better routines, any better habits. I need to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, we're still so hard on ourselves. So, I mean, this is like a whole topic we could do an entire podcast on when it comes to self-love and self-trust. But I think when we're feeling in a rut, if you will, then that's a really great time to explore what's happening on a somatic level. And that's a lot of what I do. So I'm eating body. So what is, where are you feeling in your body? If you're feeling particularly uneasy or you're feeling disconnected from yourself, I would urge you to start a practice of noticing what that feels like so you can just make it super easy it doesn't have to be complicated just whenever you notice that ping of like uh i feel you know uncomfortable or i feel like a lack of love here um whatever that looks like or feels like to you putting a hand on where in your body feels ignited so for me oftentimes when i'm feeling particularly anxious or uneasy i feel it in my gut mm-hmm. so i'll put a hand Same. there and i'll be like Okay. Yeah. I feel like what's happening. What am I feeling? What's happening here? Like what color is this right now? And where is it coming from? And what are the feelings? And you can start to bring in um, maybe a few different feelings that you're feeling all at the same time. And so often when we say like, I'm anxious or I'm sad or I'm uncomfortable, it's only allowing ourselves to feel one feeling and to identify as that feeling. So when you go and you create some space and you really sit with it and put your hand there, maybe your chest, you can say, you can start to realize all the feelings that you are having because you can be both anxious and excited. You can be happy and sad. You can be grieving and like elated. You can be, feel multiple feelings at once. So allowing that space and then from that place saying, again, going back to like, okay, I see you. I see you feeling uncomfortable right now. And I see you feeling a little bit sad. It's okay. You're safe. We're here. We're in this together. I got you. I accept you. I know it's hard. Let's feel it together. I love you exactly as you are right now. Taking some breath. And there's um, probably like 12 other tools I could give you from that place, but they're not going to matter without going there first and having that space and that clarity and that acceptance, because we often only accept ourselves when we're feeling or acting one way mm-hmm. or I'm loving ourselves. And so we really have conditional love with ourselves. And I love myself when I'm working really hard and when I'm being really productive and when I wake up early and I love myself after a workout and after I've gone outside, but do you love yourself just the same when you're feeling anxious and when you've slept in and when you, you know, haven't called your mom in a few weeks, like, do you love yourself the same, no matter how you're feeling or no matter how you're acting? And if there are still parts of yourself that you haven't accepted yet, 
and that are still, you know, hiding in there. And it's going to be really hard to have true unconditional self-love. And the way to get there is first and foremost, just seeing those parts. Mm -hmm. Even if you are, are just seeing them and you're not yet accepting them or loving them, at least give them the space to be seen and sitting and, you know, putting your hand there and saying, okay, I don't like this right now, but I see you. I'm not hiding this time. I see you. Mm -hmm. So let's just sit with it for a second and really feel it. So that's a good place to start. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds like an amazing place to start is just acknowledging it because yeah, like you said, I think a lot of people just put a bandaid over it or like move past it. Um, and they don't realize that like all of the things that they're working towards, it's all going to stem back to that one issue if they don't move through it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Would you say that that was a big part of your self love, I guess, or growth journey is just accept finally accepting things about yourself that you feel like you've been hiding. Yeah. 1000%. I was hiding from everyone in my life and myself first and foremost, ultimately. And so I would push people away and I would create walls and block people out. And I was scared to like have fun and be silly and be myself. And it's because I had all these things bubbling beneath the surface that I didn't accept. And I certainly didn't love. I did not want to spend any time with myself. I didn't trust myself. Why would I want to be with someone who I didn't trust or love? Didn't like, like, of course I didn't want to be alone. So I had to go in there and it was uncomfortable for a while, very uncomfortable. And I went through a dark period of just like having to deal with my shadow and the parts of myself that I didn't love or accept. And I, I, being on the other side of it, I, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I feel like I act every day and think every day from a place of love instead of fear. Most of my life was, I was operating from fear, Mm -hmm. 100%. And fear decided everything for me. And now to operate from a place of love, make decisions from a place of love, self-love and love for others, it's the most empowering, liberating thing in the entire world. 10 out of 10 recommend. (laughs) Yeah. Would recommend. <laughs> um, yeah, that's amazing. You're so it's like it's so inspiring to listen to you talk. You make it sound so. I want to say simple, but like it's not. I know it's not simple, but like um, no, it is. But like it you is make it sound uh, <laughs> inviting. I suppose, like if that's oh good, if that's the word, like it's just like okay, yeah, I want to do this like tonight, kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. And you can, that's why it's fun. Like it, it is simple and it can be fun and it can be something that you do as you, if you have someone guiding you, it, that's, that's the only thing we are blind to a lot of our shadow. We are blind to, uh, the things that we don't want to see because we don't want to see them. So this is a really, really hard thing to do. Everything that we've talked about on your own, nearly impossible. Because we're not taught how to do it, one, and we don't want to see a lot of the things that we have to see. Things have to be illuminated for us to be able to go through them and rather than around them. So that really comes from being supported and being guided there and um, in the right way to connect your mind and your body. So once you have that support and you have someone who can take you there and support you through it and ask those questions and, and really, you know, guide you it is easy and it can be fun and it, it's so empowering and so liberating. So, and it is welcoming. Like 
especially once you become friends with yourself really deeply and once you love yourself unconditionally, like, doesn't it just sound like the best thing ever? Who doesn't yeah. that? Sounds and it's there for you. Like it's accessible. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. Like, honestly, I knew that your podcast would be on point. It's so nice talking to you. Um, so where can people find you? What do you got going on right now? Yeah. Um, my website is root to risehealth.com and my Instagram is root to rise health as well. Um, I don't know when this is coming out, but I'm hosting a three hour workshop on March 20th for the spring equinox. It'll be out by then. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Spring equinox. It's pay what you can. So super accessible. It's gonna be so fun. I hosted one last month and it was amazing. So um, if you want to get your toes wet, we're going to be doing some of the stuff that I talked about today for sure. We're going to be clearing out the stagnant energy, you know, in our bodies, winter, get rid of it, COVID, get rid of it. Like all that stagnant energy that we've been sitting in, making space for new, fresh spring energy to bloom and to rise. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. Pay what you can three hours, come hang out on a Saturday. It'll be fun. Um, but if you're looking for more of a deeper dive and more personalization, I am taking one-on-one clients right now too. So all that's on my website, both things. Sweet. That's amazing. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll also link you in my podcast um, notes, but um, yeah, it was so great chatting with you and I hope you have the best rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Ooh, um, I might just end this.